This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. Another great episode today. We have Martin, who started off the season great, but became a villain towards the end of the season. We want to get to know him a little bit better. Hear his story, hear his journey, what he has to say. But of course, Mike, you know how we got to start, brother. Got to start with the hot takes. We got to. We have to. Let's hear yours. What you got? All right, my man. So obviously this week's episode, The Men Tell All. Hey, listen, Olu wasn't lying. All right. There there was some fireworks. There was a lot of drama, a lot of back and forth between the guys. And uh, we love to see it. You know what I'm saying? But this one is actually. Oh, yeah. For the drama. What was it? Who? Who wore it best? Who wore it best? I mean, <laughs> honestly, I don't know how anybody cannot love Rodney. Like Rodney is the most like one of the most likable people that's Facts. ever been on this show. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's like I'm gonna give the dude a hug. Like, you so know, I, there, there was people in the stands with some signs. You know, we love Rodney, Team Rodney. So, but yeah, but he, I, he's the true underdog. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's great, man. He's great. But you know, Rick also looked great. You know what I'm saying? I thought he showed out. Casey was funny. Casey's a funny dude. I heard True, him on no, he uh really I heard him on clickbait. He was going <laughs> yeah. in on some people, but it was funny. It was it was really really funny. Um but then I got like my hot take is more about the villains. Oh, hold I'm on. I'm talking about strictly who wore it best. Like who had the oh, finest fashion outfits. Fashion, fashion wise, uh I'm going to go with I mean the one that stood out the most was Olu. I mean he and took orange, yeah. He took that salmon jacket from your took, season yeah, to and took it level. to another yeah. level. He he, he, he made did. a whole suit out of it. So he, he, he was looking good. He was looking good. Um, Will had the blue suit on. Yeah, he looked good. I like I like the um, orange and the blue. Orange yo, and blue and uh, Will with the blue. And him and uh, and Peter, Doughboy Peter. <laughs> Doughboy. They they were going at it. They were going at it. But listen, well, Peter, Peter Peter had pizza delivered to the whole audience at the end of the night. So. The boy's a hustler. He's an the entrepreneur. Boy, hey, you want to talk about marketing? I mean, he, yeah. he, he. I, I don't care. You know, a lot of people may think he's annoying or whatnot, but hey, man, including Will, he wasn't. He didn't want to eat it at first, but he finally did. And who would have thought pizza brought everybody together? Because they it's actually food. buried they they buried the hatchet. They buried the hatchet finally. Bro, food is everyone's love language, man. <laughs> Seriously, it just is. I don't it's care what it's, you say. It's Has the way anyone to a man's ever heart. done that from the Bachelor history? Bachelorette or bachelors, anyone ever use their personal business for men and men's law? I think that was dope from an entrepreneurial I, aspect. Honestly, that was awesome. I mean, supposedly he had it flown in from Florida. I mean, that's 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 that's, that's, that's ballsy that's, right there, man. I like it. I like it. I, I love it. I love it. He's gonna talk about it one day when he has like five hundred stores. 
But there, yeah, there was some. There was just some crazy stuff. There was a streaker on the uh, yeah show. I didn't see that. Yeah, he was he was apparently a Rodney fan, but uh, we won't get into that too much. Everyone's a Rodney (laughs) fan, um, except for the people that make The Bachelor. I said it. Shots fired. Because honestly, I would actually love seeing him be The Bachelor. I would have loved him seeing The Bachelor as well. But let's get into these hot takes. What you got for us? Let's do it, man. Honestly, I just want to give a shout out and commend the men on this week's episode for coming clean and apologizing for their actions and behaviors on the show. And I'm specifically talking about the villains of the season. We, I would say we had about four in particular, right? Peter, you know, he kind of started it with the whole throwing the jacket in the pool. Which was, we, we talked about it with him, yes. Then we had Chris S., who... You know, he basically came out and, you know, called BS on the other guys for not seeing Michelle, right? Uh, then we have Jamie, okay, which I had a little problem with Jamie last night. but Yeah, I'm about to we'll, say we'll, Jamie's like the biggest we'll, one. Jamie's probably <laughs> a, a, a villain number one. And, uh, and Martin, and Martin. But all those guys at the end of the day, you know, came out and apologized. I think they showed you know, maturity and growth in that situation to be able to look themselves in the mirror and and just hold themselves accountable, you know what I'm saying, for their actions. Now, now whether you believe them or not, because for me, it's like Jamie took forever. He was, was just talking in circles, you know, and we couldn't get an apology out of him. But at the end, you know, when Michelle was out there, you know, he finally did apologize for his actions. Can we discuss but, that right quick in regards to Jamie? So what I've learned, I'm not in a relationship currently, or it's been a little bit, you know, <laughs> but what I've learned is that sometimes it's not best to be right. You know what I mean? It's not it's not best to be right. It's just best to get along. Right. And so I think yeah. for Jamie, he has such an issue with always wanting to be right. Even though yeah. I think he was wrong, but he said he wanted to be right, so therefore he wanted that's why I was like pulling teeth with him for his apology. Yeah, and but just, like he needs to know that when he gets into a relationship, it's not always about being right. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and my hot take was particularly, I mean, speaking of those men, it was that a lot of men out there have a problem or trouble owning their mistakes. And that's something that we as men need to see more of. Right. You know, whether it's pride or ego or stubbornness, we just don't do that enough. There's actually studies done that men apologize. Excuse me. There's actually studies done that men it's a it's a fact, actually, like men apologize less than women overall. I never heard and and it's a situation where I was like, I was really intrigued. I was like, why is that? So I just found a little quick article. I just want to run through it. I want to hear your thoughts. Five reasons your boyfriend or husband never apologize. And these are they they were quoted to be scientific uh, uh, facts. So studies were done on this. Number one, he doesn't think he owes you an apology. Mm. Number two. He doesn't view apologies the same way you do. Number three, apologizing makes him feel weak and incompetent. Four, he's carrying emotional baggage about apologizing. And then number five, he believes actions speak louder than words. I mean, okay. what do you what do you feel about that, Mike? A few things. Uh, number five, actions speak louder than words. A lot of people have an issue with, or not issue because it has a negative connotation. A lot of people struggle with realizing the fact that when you're in a relationship with someone, you have to act accordingly to your partner's love language, Mm. vice versa. Amen. 
right? So therefore, for example, if I'm quality time, or uh, my dialect is quality communication, but if I'm quality time and my partner's is acts of service, my action will be good to use. But if it's um, words we'll of affirmation, register. if it's yeah. words of affirmation, then I, who give a damn about the actions? I need to speak those words. You know, so that's what I feel about number five, right? Number yeah. three, I feel goes into vulnerability, right? Uh, the mm -hmm. definition of vulnerability, because I just pulled it up for everyone here because they be, you know, people be coming at us. The quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. So when it comes to your number three point, I feel that a lot of times as guys, we want to get over it quickly. I learned this in my last relationship. Sometimes it's not about like your girl, Rachel may come to you and be like, Brian, this happened. As a man, some men, not all men, we're, it's ingrained in us to fix the situation. Sometimes yeah. your partner wants to talk about the situation. And so with vulnerability, you got to be able to handle those hostile environments, you know, handle the effects of that, the, the emotion that may come from it. And I think a lot of men at times, we just kind of like, that's why J, uh, Jamie and his dad never said, I love you. They're not really trying to deal Nate. with the emotions Nate. that come with that. Nate, my apologies. Uh, Nate and his father. I think it just has to like to deal with the emotions. Yeah. No, and there was a lot of coming at these guys last night. I mean, these guys were going in on each other. You know what I'm saying? So there was a lot of heat specifically on these four guys. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you got to be able to handle it and, you know, come to terms with the fact that, you know, you did wrong. And it's okay. It doesn't make you weak or incompetent on the contrary i think it shows strength that you can own up to your mistakes i completely agree i mean going back to what vulnerability is it's a it's a time frame within which defense measures are diminished compromise or lacking so therefore to be vulnerable you're letting down your guard yeah and a lot of people are scared of that that's exactly what it is and i think that last night on mental law we saw so many examples of that and i also feel that when Martin was confronted by Michelle when she said she had heard from Olu that Martin said that Michelle was uh, immature. He didn't know how to, at that time, he didn't know how to articulate, you know, that, yeah, communicate. articulate that, communicate, be honest with himself. So yeah. I, I love those five. I love those. You got to send me that when we get done with this, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my hot take, man. What's going on? I may get heat for this, but this is how I feel. <laughs> we already we already have heat a lot of times, so hey, it's all it's good, fair. man. It's fair. That's the beauty of like speaking our minds. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 2021, people. Whoever thought you'd get in trouble for having an opinion, right? But I don't care if my best friend in the world, if his girl cheat on him and have three babies by some other woman, I don't want to hear his shit no more. I don't want to hear his shit no more. Specifically talking about Tristan Thompson. Mm. Apparently. What a mess. Yeah. Got this other girl pregnant. So that's his third baby mama. If I was Chloe's sisters, I like, look, baby, he is a terrible guy. He's showing you time and time again that he's a terrible guy. I don't want to hear your shit no more about it. I'm sorry, baby. He's shown you. You got to yeah, like, yeah. you got to leave it or, or, or deal it's with like, it because he's showing you his true colors. Fool me once, shame on him. But, you know, fool me twice, three times, four times. I mean, yeah. You you gotta you gotta you gotta cut the cord, man. Correct. And I'm all about <laughs> forgiveness and acceptance. But like 
I'm not Jesus. You know, in the Bible, it talks about uh, how, how many times you should forgive someone. That's a wonderful individual. I'm not <laughs> Jesus. I'm not God. So I give a person one, because I remember we had Bree on the podcast. Her and I both agreed and you disagree with us. If my partner cheated on me, my lady cheated on me, I think that I could forgive her. But more than that one time, it's on me. It's my fault past that first one. Chloe, leave that man. Don't get back with him. That's how I feel about it. How you feel about that? I I got to agree, man. I mean, it's... It, I guess it's tough in the in a sense that you do have this little human being that is going to tie you guys together forever. So I understand when a woman and a man want to keep that family unit together for the sake of the children and moving agree. forward. Um, but at the same time, it's like, what kind of an environment is that child going to grow up in when Precisely. Th- the father is, you know, out and about doing doing his business, you know, and and causing so much emotional trauma to the mother. You know what I'm saying? It's like I would just completely separate because yes, even though they don't have that quote unquote traditional family unit, I think that child is going to grow up in a much healthier environment because the woman is going to be happy, you know, with herself and she's going to have a lot of self-worth dealing with men that are going to appreciate her and aren't going to cheat. And then he can go ahead and do what he does. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I just think I just think that, like, sometimes divorce, I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there that have divorced parents, and, you know, it affects them big time. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I've, I've noticed situations where it's like the two people agree, you know what, it's best we just separate. It's okay. You know, we live different lives, but as long as we bring come together and love this child – when we're both at our best self, then I think that could be a productive uh, union as well. I can't wait to have Tristan Thompson on talking now because I'm gonna Tristan, come Tristan, come come say your piece, my man. Yeah, come say your <laughs> piece. But yo, so I don't want to go further into that. But someone else that I want to hear their piece, I want to hear their side of the story. I want to bring Martin in and get his side. So let's do it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little. Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Martin, we got you in the house, homie. Before, before we even get started, like we're going. This is talking out. It's just the homies yeah, talking. Yeah. We're just boys talking. Uh, we're going yep. to talk about everything. It's just us in a us in the living room or us getting a haircut. I have to know. Did you cut your own hair while on the show? No, 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 no. So I got obviously a haircut before with my guy. He's one of my best friends, and he's an absolute beast. He has his own place here. Um, and they were just they kept going over the lines that he already created because you know they cut your hair every like four days, right? Martin, my mom said when I got the show, first thing she said, she gonna say, baby, I miss you. She gonna say, baby, you know how to go. She's like, I'm sorry with the hair. She's like, damn, <laughs> you couldn't get a haircut? 
Like, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you cut your own hair while you were there? No, I had uh, on Bachelor in Paradise. I had Clay Harbor cut my hair. Okay. He's uh, he's a uh, Bachelor Nation alum. Yeah, uh, yeah. But on Paradise, I had another guy cut my hair who got sent home like. Oh, the second row ceremony. So I was, you're sad. <laughs> you're like producers. Can we keep them around? Yeah, just, for the just, just, just for that reason. Like, can we just keep them just strictly for that reason? Which so, season were you on? Uh, I was on season uh, Hannah Brown season. I forget what number it was. Right. I was on Rachel Lindsay season. My okay. wife. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A success, success story. But, yes. Success story. A, ra so, a rare success story. A rare yeah. success story, but about that, Martin, we're talking about you yeah. today. We got you. We want to know the good, the bad, the ugly, the hair as well. So let's, let's just jump right into it. You and Michelle definitely seem to have a connection from the beginning. Yeah. You yeah. So a, you got a one-on-one. Like, tell me about that connection or if it was a connection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there was definitely a connection. Um, you know, every time we had a conversation, the conversations went very well. Uh, obviously, the viewers don't get to see the entire conversation just because they can't show everybody's conversation, right? Um, and yeah, even from the beginning, you know, I played basketball my entire life and I was on the first group date or the second group date. That was a basketball date and, you know, I dropped like 16 points in the game. Oh, he remembers. One. <laughs> yeah. He I don't forget because you watched, yeah, because you watched the show and it's not like that, but, um, you know, uh, did very well. And then, you know, when we had that conversation right after the first date or the first, uh, group date. It went very well. You know, she was like, oh, you surprised me today. And I was like, did I surprise you because you didn't think that I'd be that good at basketball or just because of my personality and whatever. Uh, and from there, you know, just everything escalated. And, and I think every interaction was really good. Okay. Yeah, no, man. I mean, I remember that. I believe it was. What, what would you what do you even call that machine where they spun you around? Yeah, the uh, the G Force, the G Force machine. Yeah, like I remember yeah. commending you on one of our previous shows because like you were the one to step up. And that was, I believe, right after the whole she wasn't seen uh, exactly. aspect of the show. And you actually stepped up and you just wanted to check in on her. And I commended you for, you know, doing the little things, right, that yeah. women yeah. love to see. So, you know, kudos to you on that. Um, but Which, I mean, so when you look back at, you know, the earlier, uh, you know, the earlier episodes, you see that you know, we obviously have good conversation. We have playful moments. Um, and then, you know, I check up on her just because I sincerely wanted to know how she was feeling. It was a lot going on. You know the whole like Jamie thing with uh, with Joe, and then you know her not feeling seen. So I just wanted to check up on her and see what she was doing. And then you know later down the road, you see all the conversations kind of go south. When yeah, there was a couple moments where I could have expressed myself a little bit better. Um, but then you know sometimes you don't see the entire conversation, so you don't see if you know she understood me after when maybe there was a little bit of misunderstanding at the beginning, uh, which is definitely what happened in some of the conversations. So. Martin, you just said so much, and I want to break each and every step down. The first part that I caught was the Jamie aspect. How was that? How how is Jamie from Europe? From what the uh, time that you had with him? Because you guys are uh, boys, right? I mean, you guys yeah, are pretty yeah. close friends. Look, at the end of the day, uh, Jamie is also another very very honest guy. He's very honest. He's just going to tell you how it is. And I think in the moment when he spoke to Michelle, I think he felt like he was in the best position to speak about it because he got the first one-on-one. -on -one. He felt like he had the best relationship out of everybody because at that moment, he was the only one that had a one-on-one -on -one up, until, um, up until then. I think where he could have done a little bit better or where he made the mistake is he should have spoken up when he was given the chance to when she came downstairs. In front of the Again, group. Yeah. I, I made a few mistakes in the moment because I didn't realize, you know, we sleep very little, you know, all the things that you can, you know, just kind of put together into that box. Um, but, you know, 
she talks about it and then everybody's just like, oh, the guy who talked about it is a piece of shit. Who is it? You know, this and that. And everybody's just like coming after him. And he's just like, I'm not going to say anything because the whole house is living. He's probably never been in a situation where like, you know, 23 guys want to rip his head off for no reason. So, you know, I just think, uh, I just think he was in a situation where he kind of like shut his mouth. He should have spoken and, and yeah, it, everything just escalated after that. He probably just wanted yeah, to I go mean, home. And the more time he spent did he want not talking he, about it. Did he want yeah, to go home? Just, um, so he actually had a conversation with me and he speaks about it at the mental all where there was a moment where he walks in on her having a moment with somebody else, right? An intimate moment with somebody else. And he had been in the first one-on-one and he didn't get to a group date until the fourth group date of the entire season. Right. So group date one on one for him, group date, group date one on one. And then the last group date is his. And then he finally sees that she's, you know, obviously being intimate with other guys because that's a premise of the show. Right. Trying to get to know somebody yeah. fast. Um, so I feel like that really got to him. He talked to me about it and he was like, listen, like uh, it's not for me. I think it it uh, it hurt his ego a little bit. Uh, and he was just like, you know, it's not for me. And you know, I feel like I don't want to I don't want to compete against other guys. I guess I'm just having like a tough time. Like I have a tough time with guys when they're shocked when the lead, right. you know, the bachelorette who's dating 30 men. Oh, my God. God forbid she kisses somebody else. Like I, I I prepared myself mentally. Like, look, Rachel will have relations with other dudes. Like, yeah. like it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for, yeah, it's uh, it's the, not saying it derogatorily, but it is just the ego. And I mean, I think yeah, this show is awesome in one way, particularly because when we're in the real world, you don't see that. You don't see it. No. You don't see it. Like when and, you're, and that's when you're just thing. in the when you're just in the dating phase, that person could possibly you guys aren't exclusive. That person could be talking to somebody else or could be going on a date with someone else. So yeah. the first the first day um, I did any sort of interview, they asked me, Hey, how do you feel about competing with 30 guys, you know, for one single girl and I was all living in one house? And I was like, look. Miami's just like that. If you're talking to one girl, there's probably 30 other dudes behind her trying to do the same thing, right? And I had never been in a situation where we lived in the same house. You talk, you don't have your phone. All you talk about in the interviews, in the man chats, in at the hub, everything is about her, Michelle. about yeah. your experiences. So yeah, it obviously gets to the point where it gets to you. You know, I, I, honestly, I I was just in the show. Obviously, I didn't get to the end. Uh, but I do wonder, especially for you, Brian, or whoever won this uh, this season, or whoever got engaged to Michelle, is like, how do they feel watching it back? It's tough, man. Like, I'll right. be honest, we it was like therapy to be honest because we wouldn't watch the show together back. Like, I okay. actually wanted to. I watched the first episode with my friends, which was a great episode for me. Although Twitter didn't believe so <laughs> but, but i was like i killed it tonight twitter blasted me i was like wow okay well, well, welcome to bachelor nation um i'm no stranger to that yeah but you know i i never watched another episode with anybody else it was like i just want to watch this by myself i wouldn't talk to her during the episode but we talk about it after and she would explain to me the things that we're going through but at the same time it's like if i saw you know, intimate moments with other people. Like I was prepared for that. I was okay with that because I knew it was going right. to happen. Like I had to be like a horse with blinders on when I was there. Like I just focused on my relationship. I wasn't worried about yeah. what she was doing with other dudes. Like, because if you take the energy away from you 
enhancing your relationship with that person, you already lost. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And I that's where a lot of guys were in their head on my season. I what think it actually comes it back. <laughs> what made me want to watch it back? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I just wanted to see it. I wanted to see how everything unfolded because obviously I wasn't privy to a lot of the things that were coming out and like social media and the blogs and all this stuff. So I was like, I need to see it. Like I need to see, I rather, I'd rather you see need- it than not see it and then hear the constant rumors and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see it. I want to talk to her about it, squash it, and move on. Honestly, that's what I think is the best way to move forward in that situation. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I think it's, as long as you're able to remove your ego from the situation, you're fine. But it's, it's hard. You know, one it's thing hard. is it's knowing, hard. and the other one is watching it and seeing it happen in front yeah. of the But hey, listen. Uh, definitely so. That's besides uh, the point. Marty, you brought something up about you and Jamie both being honest uh, to a fault. I think that honesty isn't the issue. I think the issue is more so reading the room and reading that person and right. knowing how to convey. Brian, he'll tell you. He loves saying <laughs> it's not what you say, it's how you say it, right? Yeah. You can always yeah. be honest, but it's the, the how factor. And for for Jamie, I already know a mental all. It was almost like pulling teeth for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's your homie. It's the truth. You can be honest to him, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, um, he, you know, he just kept talking about how it was, it was hard for him to apologize because he didn't want to apologize for how he felt in the moment. You know what I mean? He was just like, this is how I felt in the moment. But again, looking back at, you know, my moment when I exit, right. And I'm in the car, I did apologize for the way I acted because it is out of character, right? Yeah. You're in the moment. It's five in the morning. Uh, you know, like, like I said, everything you're that, emotional. That, yeah. Yeah. You're emotional. And then you have somebody like asking you how you feel in that moment. And you're just going to respond in a certain way. I was pissed. I, I, again, it's happened before in my life. I'm not proud of, you know, sometimes being out of character, but it happens. Right. It does and, happen. and I, yeah. And I said in the mental, you know, I apologize for, for being th- out of character in that very moment. I don't think it was the right thing, uh, but we're all here to grow as individuals. So if you can own up to, you know, a moment where you slipped up, that's all it is, and try to not do it again the next time. And that's the problem I guess I had with Jamie and what Mike was just talking about. It's like he was just going around in circles and like just apologize, bro. Like you yeah, were yeah. I, you were more direct with it, and you're like, look, I know I did wrong. I'm owning up to it. I'm here. I'm going to let Michelle know. Now, granted, yeah. you know, all the guys were like getting on big time, you know, on the quote-unquote villains of the season, yeah, like yeah. you and Jamie and Peter and all yeah. those guys, but – I felt you were like one of the ones that was very direct with it. And, you know, you, you did, you did it the right way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I look, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here at all times. Like I don't react to things. I don't like, I don't throw fit. I don't yell at people. Um, I had to raise my voice a few times because people try to talk over you and they try to just like keep, you know, creating more rumors. Um, but yeah, like for me, it's just, and I explained it there, you know, it's not something that was shown on, on TV, but, I, I'm not, I wasn't there to put anybody down. I'm not, that's not me. Like what I do is like fitness, right? I keep, I always try to motivate people. I try to bring people up. Everyone that's in my, in my circle, you know, is like that. And, and like I said, everybody that is sitting there that made a mistake should be there to own up to their mistakes and become better as individuals. And that's all we can hope for, right? Just show up and, and just try to get better. That's it. Yeah, I think fitness is doing good because your background is dope right now. So I think you're you're motivating people <laughs> in the right ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want to go back to when you just said about you, you try not to raise your voice and something kind of stuck out to me when you were talking to Michelle. Uh, she had confronted you. You said, "My love, 
and you were like mm. cutting it off a little bit. And like, I, I can see how somebody could take hearing. Like as like hear condescending. Say, yeah, it, it came across condescending, right? Like my love. I get like, that, I, yeah. And so I appreciate that. Um, talk to me about, in that moment, did you genuinely lie or was it, yo, I really did say that you were immature, but completely forgot about it? And what were you I, trying to convey? Like, this is here talking out. What were you trying to convey in that moment when yeah. yeah, just like always, I'm going to try to express this to the best of my abilities. But uh, I definitely lied in that very moment, not because I was I sincerely did not remember if I said it, if I thought about it, if I spoke to a producer off camera about it or if I spoke to somebody about it. Uh, clearly, I had spoken to Rick about it. And uh, again, I didn't necessarily mean that she's an immature woman. I just meant that she was being immature about the situation just like a lot of people are immature about their situations, right? When you go through some childhood trauma, it haunts you forever, right? And a lot of things will trigger those childhood traumas and they'll bring back memories and they'll make you act a certain way or say certain things. And that's okay. It's okay to be triggered. But it's also good to reflect on why you're getting triggered and try to get better, right? That's why psychiatrists are a thing and... I think if you go through something in your life and you don't actually work on it to try to get better, like I said before, it's it's a little immature, but I wasn't saying that she was immature. And then I also said in that conversation, but it was cut out, I said that I did not call her insecure because Olu told her that I called her insecure. And I didn't say that. I said that she had insecurities. And I said, you have insecurities just like everybody in this room, just like myself, because we all have insecurities as humans, right? And because of those insecurities, sometimes we lash out. And those insecurities come from those childhood traumas, right? So again, I didn't mean to call her an immature woman. I was just, again, I was just in a moment where, you know, I felt like I was being misunderstood time and time again. I was a little bit frustrated and you know, I said some things that I shouldn't have said. And I, I didn't express myself to the best of my abilities. Like it just, it happens often. <laughs> About you feeling that you were misunderstood because it, 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 I, I'm just listening to you right now, Brian. I'm both for listening to you. Do you feel like at the end of the day, you and Michelle just you and Michelle just don't communicate well? Um, look, like I said, there's a lot of conversations that uh, you know. I'm not saying they were taken out of context, but you don't see the whole conversation, so you can't see. Correct. I'm asking you, and I want you. No, to no, talk that, like, no. That's why I'm. Trying, that's what I'm trying to explain. You might not see the premise of the conversation, and you might not see the ending of that conversation, right? So, in that conversation where I talk about the whole hype maintenance thing. I was trying to give her a compliment by explaining to her that that's the reason why I was there because she is the opposite of hype maintenance, right? I feel like that word triggered her and she was trying to stand up for women in general and I commend her for that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, she kept asking me over and over again. And after, you know, we kind of hashed it out, she understood what I was trying to say, but I was also trying to say that relationships should very much be 50-50 in every aspect, right? Because if not, it takes away from the power of women. Um, and another thing is, you know, it's also like a cultural difference, right? I, I feel like most of, the view, yeah, most of the viewers are also not in Miami or probably they've never been in Miami. And most of the women that messaged me from Miami were either joking and saying, hey, I'm not high maintenance, how's it going? Or, hey, I understood exactly what you were trying to say because I actually live here and I understand what you what you were trying to say. So I've, you know, amidst all of like the hate and the thousands of messages that I got from people calling me an asshole or whatever you want to call it, 
a lot of people were actually like, hey, I, I understood what you were trying to say. You know, it seemed like Michelle wasn't taking her time to understand if, you know, if there was a little bit of miscommunication, she didn't take her time to ask, wait, what did you mean by that? As opposed to saying, what do you mean by hype maintenance and just trying to, you know, come at me and try and, and, and obviously remember, you have cameras, it's, it's like, you don't know how to respond. Sometimes I should have taken a deep breath and been like, let me take a step back and let's talk about this a little bit differently and not continue to kind of like dig myself in a hole. Martin, did so, you try to so, see it from Michelle's eyes and Michelle's viewpoint? Or were you just yeah. trying to like get your thoughts across? Uh, in the moment you're saying? Yeah, I feel like in the moment, that's what I'm saying. I should have taken a step back and tried to read the situation a little bit better and understand, okay, why are you upset? Right. If she wasn't, if she wasn't able to do that, if she wasn't able to take a step back and say, wait, what did you actually mean by that? Or were you trying to call me hype maintenance or whatever? You know, but like I said, after it, it did work out that way, because we did finish off the conversation on a good note, because, you know, clearly that day I do get a rose. Right. So I stay for the next, uh, for the next group beta stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Martin, I was going to ask you about that uh, as far as cultural. Where are you from? Like, where's your family from? I'm originally from Argentina. I was born oh, there and I moved, I moved to Miami when I was nine. I wanted to ask you that because, like, you said my love to Michelle and a lot of women out there were like, oh, did this guy just say my love? Like, I, I saw a lot of backlash that you were getting when it comes to that. But I also understand it could be like a cultural thing because mi amor like that's yeah. said a lot, you know, from Latin. I say men. that a lot in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So, and you know, maybe it can sound condescending because Mike, what did I tell you about the whole situation with my mom? No, my mom on my season said, te mato. You know, if you say te mato versus yeah. I'll kill you, it's a lot it's a different. Two, it's, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a lot different. So when you're Hispanic and Latino, like it's just a different, it has a different vibe. Let's just say yes. that a lot. Different so vibe. you know what? I actually wanna I wanna point out something very specific to that uh, because sometimes you know again I'm I've been here since I was nine years old. So you know my English, my Spanish is actually you know it's it's very good. Uh, but sometimes you know like English comes a little bit better just because I studied you know in high school and college and all that I did everything in English. Uh, so my vocabulary is sometimes a little bit more expansive. But sometimes I'll. I'll like change a word and I'll translate it directly from Spanish. Right. And I actually put up a post, right. The, the day that I actually got, you know, uh, walked out, escorted out by Michelle. And I tried to give Rodney a compliment at the end of my, you know, I was trying to say that I don't I expect, yeah. I, yeah, I was like, I don't expect everybody to like me. I'm not Rodney. Right. Yes. But I wrote, I, but I wrote, I don't pretend or hope for other people, for everybody to like me because I'm not Rodney. And the way that people saw it, because they already have a preconceived notion that I'm, you know, an asshole, right? Because of the show, they're thinking, oh, this guy's taking shots at Rodney. So people are like, why would you talk about Rodney like that? You're saying that he pretends to be a certain person to, and like all the guys that know me in the house did not take it that way. But again, I could have written, I don't expect. And I wrote, I don't pretend or hope and maybe pretend like pretender, right? Brian mm -hmm. is more like, is more like, I don't expect. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so the way that I wrote it was kind of like yeah. a like a very literal translation from Spanish, and people were just like, "Oh, now you're taking shots at Rodney." And Rodney's, and honestly, I have a very good relationship with Rodney. I think he's one of the coolest guys in the house. Yeah. So what I was trying to say is that I can't expect for everybody to like me because everybody does love Rodney, and I feel like it's very well deserved. You know, Rodney is Rodney is Rodney. You can see his energy. You can see his light. You know, he's an amazing energy and. Again, I can't expect everybody to like me because I'm I'm not I'm not like Ronnie. I'm not pizza. You know, I I can't, I can't expect everybody to like me. You said I'm not pizza. <laughs> I'm not pizza. You, everybody uh, likes pizza. When, when you say that, I think of Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, yeah, so I want Peter. I want to put the whole like Miami women high maintenance thing to bed. I mean, obviously we're both from the same city. Like yeah, yeah. I I kind of under, understood where you were coming from. And even I yeah. got a little heat for that. Um, yeah. But can you just explain to the audience what exactly that means and how you interpret that? And, you know, is there a better way that you could have said that? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think I could have expressed myself a little bit better. I could have said materialistic maybe or, or, you know, maybe they're looking for the wrong things, whatever it is. I don't know how I could have expressed myself. Um, but what I was trying to say is, that there are a lot of women and it's very prevalent in Miami that are looking for, you know, a so-called sugar daddy, right? They're not expecting to have an even relationship, that 50-50 that I was talking about. And you can hear that in the conversation if you play it back, where it's not that 50-50 relationship. It's just, you know, where can you take me? What can you do for me? Because look at me and this is what I have to offer. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just, it's a cultural thing. It's very prevalent here women that are like that will, will, will confirm it. It's, it, I mean, I've, I've, I've had a, uh, conversations sure. with people on the street with women on the street and they're like, you weren't wrong. You're right. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree with you, but let's just be clear. This isn't all women. So we got to, we got to no, put no, that no, out there. No, this no, isn't no. I, I all women in all, Miami. We're not, but, we're not, you know, Martin is not saying this is every single woman is, is quote unquote materialistic or wants a sugar daddy. There yeah, is a, I mean, a segment look, of the population, though, that is what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like uh, if, if somebody wants to take what I'm saying in the wrong way, they're going to take it the wrong way. Yeah. You know, it, it, but yeah, obviously, and, and even in the conversation with her, I didn't say all women in Miami are. I, I said some women in Miami are. I, mean, so I said women in Miami, but it's just like I'm generalizing because I'm just having a quick conversation. You know, sometimes you can't get all the perfect words that you want to say in a sentence, you know, in that very moment. So, like I said, it's just. It was a uh, it was a mistake talking about it on on the on the show because, like I said, it's amplified, it's magnified because you're on camera, you're on national television, and you don't have the time to explain yourself right after you say it to everybody, right? So that everybody can understand what you meant at the moment. I think that not everyone speaks in small context, small pieces, because, like you said on the show, you and Michelle, you know, she did give you a rose that night. Right? Yeah, uh, but not everything is going to be shown. Uh, right. I do feel, and I'm gonna always go back to cameras. Don't have nothing to do with it. It's just a, 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 the way that one comes across to the other individual and how the communication is perceived. Right? Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with both of you guys when it comes to the Miami piece. I think that our Bachelor Nation beautiful family isn't encompassing all people. Right? Uh, the majority in Bachelor data. I love shouting them out because they're. I love numbers and analytics. Yeah, um, they don't. All people don't. All about your nation doesn't come from all fifty states equally, right? Uh, right. A lot of people from the south 
love football, you know, and that's yeah. not everywhere. And so that's just an example uh, that I'm just having your back in that one piece right there when it comes to some women just want to be fine to be their their thing is just looking gorgeous, you know. Hey, so, listen, I've at, gotten I've gotten at, a bunch of like messages and comments, and they're like, "You're hype maintenance," and I was like, "Yeah, I know." He said, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah, I, I know. take care of my I take care of myself. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't mean it like, and I'm not talking shit about myself. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know. You're owning <laughs> it. You're owning it. Yeah, and I some of these women own week. it too. If they're high maintenance or you know materialistic, I you know all you could expect or and, and you would hope is that, that are, they own it. The, the ones that are like that owned up to it. Yeah, the ones that aren't made made fun about it, and the ones that were just upset about it because you know, look, I honestly think that most of the people that reach out to you with so much hate, you know, that they take their time to find you on on your social media and they write an entire paragraph and they send it to you, they're not upset at you. Yes, Something's correct. going on in their yeah, lives. They're upset with themselves. They don't know how to figure it out. They're watching, you know, a reality TV show, and they're like, "Fuck this guy," because you know, I don't agree with him, and let me go put him down because misery loves company, uh, company right? Company. So I don't know. Uh, I have to ask you because I do feel like the beautiful thing about you, Martin, is that, well, we're going to get into this, but Let's uh, get it. you, like you said, are not like Rodney. And so mm -hmm. that makes you a specialized individual, right? Like if we're talking about an occupation, someone right. is going to absolutely adore you for you. Yes. Because you, your personality is like, on 10 for them when co in comparison to someone else, it might yeah. be like, man, I wish he was a bit more Martin-esque, for example, yeah. right? Does that make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, of course. All right, so with that, we've talked a lot, and you know, the beautiful thing about talking it out is I'm for damn sure gonna come at you, and so is Brian. I hope that you feel that we're being respectful in the same sense. Yeah, yeah, of course. What have you learned about yourself, homie, from being on the show? Um, <clears throat> I definitely learned that sometimes maybe I have to take a step back analyze the situation that I'm in before I speak. Uh, because, you know, sometimes words can hurt people's feelings, right? Yeah. Even yeah. if, at, but like, like I said, I, it's not like sometimes I'm just like, well, you know, screw this person's feelings. I'm just going to say what I got to say. No, sometimes I just say it without realizing that I could hurt the person's feelings or an entire nation's feelings. And, you know, you just speak about it. So maybe it's just taking my time to, like I said, express myself a little bit better. Do you feel that you've implemented that since the show? Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Love to hear that. I so, mean, I, I think I did a fairly good job at the tell all uh, doing that. But uh, yeah, again, there's always, we always have room for growth. We always have room to get better. And we're all on this journey to get better in life. So that's just what I'm doing. Absolutely. Um, so, Martin, let's go. Let's talk a little bit about your exit. Obviously, um, it was a pretty harsh exit. Um, you know, and you said those things in the van on the way out. You know, I kind of want to just get your your take on it now that you have a chance to, you know, air it out a little bit more uh, yeah. eloquently, specifically. What did you mean by, quote unquote, a woman like that? So I actually say this in the tell all as well. And she asked me, she was like, do you feel like it was respectful or like it was or like you were belittling me when you said that, you know, a woman like that doesn't deserve my time. And I explained to her that I think you need three things in a relationship for them to work out, for them to work out, right? Honest, open communication, uh, respect and admiration, right? When one of those things is lost, I feel like a relationship is lost forever. You can't salvage it. And in that very moment, in my last conversation, again, it seems like I'm not letting her speak or whatever it is. 
However it happened, my feeling in that moment was that I wasn't being respected because I wasn't given the time to explain myself and everything that happened. Right. So all of a sudden I'm, you know, exited out of this whole journey and my ability to keep explaining myself to Michelle or talking to her or whatever the case is. And like I said, in that very moment, you're in a car and you have somebody asking you questions. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes something you wouldn't say, you're just responding to a question and you're just confirming a question. And like I said, I said, you know, by the question was, you know, would you give her another chance? And in that moment, instead of saying, you know, maybe if things were a little bit different, I would give her a chance. I said, I said something like the line lines, like, no way I wouldn't give a woman like that a chance. And it's just, like I said, I think it was in the moment, the heat of the moment, I was upset. And I said something that I shouldn't have said. I mean, but do you understand where Michelle was coming from? Obviously, she's in a high pressure situation with multiple guys and she's trying to sift through these relationships and, you know, hear you come and say that like do you understand why she felt that way in the tell-all yeah of course i understand no like i said i understand that it wasn't the right thing to say it was out of character it was the heat of the moment and all i can do right now is just apologize for my actions and you know for acting like a child at the moment <laughs> that's exactly what it was i just threw a fit fair enough fair hey, enough. i mean and, was, yeah, and again it was caught on camera Brian, I can't be mad at the man if you know he threw a fit. I mean, it's so much transparent. It's, it's honestly. Owning, owning up yeah, to if, it. If yeah. you, see, that's the beautiful thing about owning up. When you own up to shit, that other person on the recipient is like, well, damn, okay. I appreciate you for that. I mean, I'm just, I, I know that I'm not perfect. Like I said, I know that I don't express myself to the best of my abilities at all times. And it's just like, like I said, when you have the option to rewind or you have... I guess control of the narrative because you have control of your narrative in your and your usual life where you know nobody's filming you. You have the the time the and the ability to explain yourself if you in that very moment you said something that didn't sound right. Gotcha. I have two thought, I have a I have a thought about that one, which is let's do it from a former contestant like yourself. So we both yeah. all three of us have been in the same shoes. I do agree that things can be taken out of context, but I. I We'll also say the words that come out of our mouth are the words that come out of our mouth without anyone else is telling it's us true. those words. So I'm 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 gonna come at you for that though. But I have to ask you, because we spoke about mental law. How was your do you feel like you got closure from mental law, homie? Like talk to me about that. How was that experience for you? Was it therapeutic for you? Um I, do you want my honest opinion on the tell all? Uh for sure. As far as like as far as like the Michelle aspect of things, yeah, I feel like we got closure. Um, I very much explained to her that thanks to the whole journey, the conversations that I had with her, the experience and how I grew from it, I was able to meet somebody and, you know, thanks to it, I'm with her. I'm very happy. I do indeed feel like she is my soulmate. I've never met anything, anybody like, like her and the connection that we have is crazy. Thank you. Um, but as far as like the guys go, no, I saw a lot of guys turn on me when I didn't think they would. You know, some people that were friends that, you know, you feel comfortable with and you're just like, man, these are my boys. These are people that went through an experience with me that nobody else can understand. And and then, you know, you're sitting there and they're saying things that they've never said to you before. They never, you know, expressed themselves before. And all of a sudden it's in front for everybody to see. And it's like, hey, listen, if you have a problem with me, talk to me. You know, and one of the biggest. fully on that. And who who are these guys? Like, can you name, can you give us some names? Nah, no, like I said, I, I'm not here to put anybody down. If if they're listening, 
they know exactly who they are and they know very much how I feel about them and that I don't really like it's like my ethics, my morals do not align with theirs and I lost respect for them. When I lose respect for somebody, I cut them out. I don't need them in my life. I wish the best for all of them. If they want to go to Bachelor in Paradise, whatever it is that they want to do with their lives, I hope that they achieve it and I hope that they're happy. Uh, I just Preach. no longer <laughs> so, I just no longer want to be part of their lives. I don't want them to be part of my lives and I don't want to tell them anything because if I can tell somebody something and they're just going to go around and try to spread rumors, not, you know, it's not for me. But another thing, one of the biggest things that really uh, got to me and <clears throat> I think it's, uh, I think I have a certain look, right? I have a certain look, I have a haircut, I have earrings. And I mean, the boy band memes were rampant, <laughs> which is, which is fun. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I love those, you know, I thought those, those were funny at the beginning. Um, but because of that, a lot of people assume things about me, right? True. Now I can tell you that when I was in ninth grade, I was five feet tall and I was 96 pounds. I was always a very little kid. You know, even like in 10th grade, I was five, four. And yes, I played basketball in high school, you know, I, I, but I never in my life ever thought about bullying anybody. That's just not my personality. I'm the complete opposite. I always try to, you know, bring people up. And this guy I am going to name out because this, it was completely disrespectful. It was out of line. It was part deep from the show. Mm. Right. After the tell all, I actually removed myself from the group chat that we have with the guys. I removed myself completely. I just didn't want to be in that atmosphere. And uh, he tweeted out something about me being sexist or the ultimate machismo or whatever the case is. And, you know, some of the guys in the group chat had my back. They were like, hey, listen, you know, why are you talking about him after the fact? You could have talked about it at the mental. Oh, you could have talked about it with him in person. But every time you speak to him in the group chat, you're being super nice to him. But then he exits out of the group chat and you post a tweet because putting his name on your tweet is going to get you more retweets and it's going to get you more, more, more clout, right? Mm -hmm. And his response was, you don't understand my upbringing. I know guys like him. He doesn't know guys like me. He's never, he's never had a conversation with me. He doesn't know my past. He doesn't know how I treat people. All he knows is what he saw on the show. I mean, right? do you so for him, so for him to say, I know people like him because in his mind, he was probably bullied when he was younger. And he's like, they probably looked like him when they bullied me. So he thinks that automatically I probably bullied people like him when I was younger or whatever the case is. And he tweeted that out. But hey, listen, if you have a problem with me, talk to me. You don't have to tweet it out so that the whole nation could agree with you and have a laugh. One of the that notes was... I wrote about you, Martin, was that I personally, and I'll make you shit for this, I really don't care. Uh, I personally feel that what I got from your energy was that, you know, when you have your woman, like you have now, I honestly think that you're going to treat her like a queen. I genuinely do. Because I, 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 find, I find that you are, in a way, like Thomas, he's a, a contestant from a previous season. You do rub shoulders the wrong way. You do. It's just, it is, it is, yeah, yeah. right? You okay. do. And, uh, but I think a part of that is, I think some women, like I said earlier about you, is that a woman's going to love that because she's going to be like, yo, this dude's going to ride for me to the, to the brakes fall off. I really do Absolutely. get that from you. So I, 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 yeah. I genuinely get that from me. And then about what you guys said about the mental all aspect, do you feel, and I want to know your thoughts on this, that sometimes people, men from your season, let's talk about it, you know, they say things because it's uh, it's like in the moment and it's kind of cool to like almost jump on somebody. Which is fine. Like gang which up, is, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah and I up. get it. That Yeah, that definitely happens a lot in the house and it happened again at the tell-all. Um, but hey, listen, you can have a backbone, right? You can have your own, uh, you know, your own, uh, what's it called? Your own thoughts about somebody, your own 
you know, you don't have to lead. I'm not lead. You don't have to follow everybody. Sorry, I just like got completely like, but yeah, you don't have to follow what everybody's doing just because everybody's doing it. Right. If everybody's jumping off a bridge, you're not going to jump off of a bridge because everybody's doing it. Right. You can have your own, your own brain, right. You, yeah. you can make your own, your own decisions, thoughts. your own thoughts. Yeah. Like it's that, that's what bothered me. Do you think, um, anything had to do, you know, any backlash that you got, you know, had to come, had to do with maybe being from Miami, because I know when I was on the season, you know, Miami guys do get a reputation, right? Like when I came on the show, you know, I, me and Rachel hit it off, but all of a sudden I was too smooth. I was a player. I was there for the wrong yeah. reasons. A douchebag, like fuck boy, you know, you name it. I like, I feel like Miami, too. Miami has that bad reputation when it comes to men. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you feel about that? And then also I want you to clear up the whole situation about you having a girlfriend on the show. Cause a lot of guys came at you because of that. Yeah, right. Yeah, of so, yeah. you know, first part being from Miami, and also the the girlfriend talk. All right. So somebody from the show, we had a very good relationship on the show. We have a good relationship outside the show. Hung out a few times. Um, I actually hung out with his girlfriend too. And, you know, rumors start spreading that I had a girlfriend before. I dated before, just like everybody else that was on that stage. How Look, close up to the show though? Uh, no, just like I dated around. I didn't have a girlfriend. Like I dated, you know, did things. Uh, but like there was one girl. show. No, no, like maybe like a month before the show. Okay. Um, and there was this one girl in particular who I hung out with a few times, and she is my girlfriend. She's your current show, girlfriend, to be clear. Yeah, but be, okay. Yeah, yeah. But before, yeah, yeah. But before the show, we were never intimate. We were just like pretty much friends, hanging out. We liked each other's vibe. We. She actually was the one that taught me how to backflip. Um, no, backflip. And then I did. The, well, I did the backflip on the intro for the intro when I met her. I love um, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she actually taught me how to backflip. We we're really good friends. And then you go on a show, right? Or then you go somewhere. You leave for a month. You don't have your phone. You're able to miss somebody, right? During that time, I'm having a relationship with Michelle, right? I'm trying to get to know her. And as time goes on, I see that we're not as compatible as I thought that we could be. Or, you know, just in general, there's 30 guys, right? You're going after the same girl. The chances that you're going to end up with her are not the highest, which doesn't mean that wasn't, those weren't my intentions when I was in the house. Right. And when I came back, because I obviously did not end up with Michelle, I realized that we weren't compatible. I learned a lot of things throughout the show from getting to know her, from my experiences, from miscommunication, whatever, everything that happened. And then, you know, all of a sudden I come back, I meet up with this girl and. So wait, did she know you were going on the show? Yeah. 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 So she know and, and she was like, what did she say? About but that's it? what like, I'm trying to say. Like we, we were like never intimate before we were like boyfriend and girlfriend. So we she just, couldn't tell you anything. Basically, it's like, that's your decision. Go ahead. And then when you came that's back, what I'm saying. like, yeah, like I can't I'm not going to stop my life because I randomly meet somebody after I know that I'm going on the show. You know, I'm not. And that's why I didn't get I didn't take it to an intimate level with with her at the moment. Mark, Got based it. on what I'm hearing from what you're saying. That's all we can go off of, right? And I'm going to take your word at face value, okay? It, there ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with somebody knowing a human being, yeah. not being intimate, not planning anything, because that's where the shit get wrong. That's where we go yeah. with, right? I'm scared of that. I'm trying yeah. to learn Spanish, right? But not planning anything. If you don't plan anything, then, hey, 
we kick it, we're not kissing, we're not hug, we're not being, you know, physically intimate in no kind of way. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you right quick, girl. Cause you, please, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm understanding your personality. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, right yeah. Quick. You said some people are gonna come at you for. It. You said you can miss somebody, and people are gonna take that as you're trying to date Michelle, but you're missing somebody else, right? I think the way that right. was you're trying to convey. Tell me if I'm wrong, because I'm genius trying go to. Go go right yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. way I took that, I the way I took that was, you realized that this person is someone that you do like, and then yeah, yeah. That's how I. That's how I feel like you. Right. Say you're it. saying you're you're saying that if I say that I miss somebody, yeah, I'm trying to help you. Was, <laughs> they're gonna say that you, you, you should have given the chance to, say, to somebody like, else. Correct. 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 While see, you were missing that person. Right. No. That so sense? yeah, I was. Yeah. Right. Like right. like I said, I had a friend pretty much because that's what it was at the moment. You know, we hung out a few times, um, and then yes, I go on the show. I pursue Michelle. It doesn't work out. I learn a lot from it. I come back, and that's when the relationship really started. You know, and it's really funny because when the guys mentioned it at the tell all, they were like, it's only been two or three months. First of all, isn't that the premise of this entire show? <laughs> right? And the boy's right. He's right. Martin, he's you right. got a point. Right. You got a point there. You got a point. Also, it's, been three, it's been three months since I've been back, actually longer than three months. Not only that, I'm not engaged. I Yo, that was the biggest friend. point you could possibly make. <laughs> How do you feel about Clayton as a bachelor? Uh, I honestly think at the beginning I was, cause honestly, I was living out my experience in the show Correct. and I was like, I haven't seen anything between them. And I was like, I'm not understanding how he's still here. Right. You also don't see the, uh, the interactions that the guys have with, with her. So Correct. like, you don't really know. Um, but you know, at the beginning he was very like kept to himself, not kept to himself. He was very, uh, I don't want to say insecure, but he was just like always like second guessing himself. He was like, well, what if I didn't say the right thing? And I was like, Clayton, have you ever like been not liked by a girl? <laughs> you know, you just move on, you go to the next person. Uh, but he also has like a very competitive nature and he was just like always wanted to prove himself. Right. And, you know, as the show goes on and, you know, you see that he has like a little bit of a better relationship with him, you see his personality come out. Right. And we were in Minnesota at the moment and I called him Thanos. Yeah. He was getting he was getting too powerful, and Rodney goes clay nose, right? So we started calling him clay nose, <laughs> and every time, yeah, and every time he got a rose, it was like another infinity rose, right? Because it was inevitable. Um, you know, it was nice to see his personality flourish. Yeah, it was nice to see his personality flourish throughout the whole uh, throughout the whole journey, and I'm glad that he got it. You know, looking back at the promo, it looks exciting. I kind of want to watch it. And Yo, I've never watched that. Him coming before. out with. He basically said that he was intimate last, yeah, yeah. with both women in the fantasy suites on camera. On camera. <laughs> and also said on camera, I'm in love with three women. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so that, that was a great teaser. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> that was, yeah, I'm yeah, definitely so going to watch that. There was a uh, lot of crying, a lot of throwing things and kind of like Peter. But uh, so, so, Martin, where do you stand with the rest of the guys? I mean, obviously, you're no longer uh, talking with Pardeet. But like, where do you stand with the rest of the guys? And do you have any regrets about being on the show? Uh, I don't have any regrets on being on the show because that's stupid. You can't regret something that you've done because, you know, I think at the end of the day, it was an experience that taught me that I have a very good support system that, you know, my family loves me very much. Um, you know, it showed me that my girlfriend's, you know, it, it, it further confirmed that she's the right person because 
she's been there throughout this whole mess, right? All the hate that I got, she saw me, you know, it, it, it didn't affect me more than I'd like to admit. Um, and she was there for me, right? So, I, I, yeah, of course. So I did realize that, you know, everybody in my corner understood. And even if they didn't completely agree with some of the things that I said, because it's okay to not agree with somebody, they weren't there to put me down. They were there to, you know, lift me up and, and assure me that things are going to get better. So that. uh, that's definitely the biggest takeaway that I got from the, from the show. You know, I'm still, you know, very close to a lot of the guys in the house. I just lost respect for some of them just because it seemed like they had no backbone and they're just like, you know, following up what all the other guys are doing and saying. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it was a good experience at the end of the day. It's just, it was a shitty moment, right? When, you're vilified and you know it seems like an entire it seems like the entire world is against you but that's because it's your current reality right you're on social media and you follow all these pages and that's all you see right i want to ask you talk about i'm sorry finish yeah no 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 go ahead go ahead uh well how long have your your girl been uh dating for two months two months congrats on that do you feel since you you, this is the social media aspect you had just alluded to what i was going to ask you yeah what is your take on being in a relationship in this newfound spotlight? Uh, how do you, how no do, you do it on social media? I have no idea. <laughs> like, uh, I'm living I'm it right now. Look, honestly, you know, today I actually posted a story with her. You can't see her face, you can't see anything. Um, and I'm sure that, honestly, I didn't get that much hate for it. You know, a lot of people were just like, you know, I'm happy that you found love, congrats, whatever. Um, I feel like the hate did dwindle down a lot, especially after the mental all when people saw that I actually owned up to my mistakes because, like I said, I'm human and everybody makes mistakes. Um, but as far as like what it's like, I haven't I haven't lived it yet, so we're gonna find out. I just hope that people don't go to her and throw shade her way or hate her way just because she doesn't deserve it right? because she's with me. Okay. And at the end of the day, people are just gonna hate on her f- because they think that I'm a bad person, not because she did anything wrong. Correct. No, and they and they will, man. I will tell you that for sure. They will, and know. you know, you just gotta keep the open communication with her, and you know what I'm saying, and just love each other. Yeah, and and, and, she, and she understands it, right? Yeah, it's just you know, as if you love somebody, right? You don't you don't want to put them through that. Of course. Uh, but Very at the end true. of the day, you also have to live your life, and you know, people are gonna talk regardless. So if they're gonna talk, give them something to talk exactly. about. And Very true. Whatever. Martin, well, I love asking. I uh, love having you on today. You've been so honest, transparent yourself yeah so appreciate that for that definitely just I appreciate just, just the homies talking it out yeah let's say we bring you on back next december yeah what we doing homie what we doing first off i'm gonna definitely get a workout in with you <clears throat> come to miami but what, oh, when you come back on what will you be happy that you've accomplished in that year all right cool so i i obviously do personal training right where i train people one-on-one you know or groups of two or three people um that is kind of like my bread and butter and what i've been doing for 10 years now. Uh, I first, I started off with like athletes, like NFL players, NBA athletes. Then I I went on to kind of like physical therapy. And then I kind of stayed in like the whole actual personal training aspect of things. And uh, I've, I'm doing events. I've done many events before, you know, and I do want to grow that a little bit more, just kind of become more of like a presence in, in the Miami area. And if I could even take that to the national level and kind of like travel and do bigger events, I would love to do that. Um, do you guys know DJ from season 16? Yeah. Cool did you guys see what he did? Yeah. Did you guys, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did you guys see what he did the other day? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was amazing. Stupid, crazy, awesome. Uh, watching that motivated the shit out of me. Um, and, you know, I do have a fitness app that, I, that I'm that i constantly just, you know, trying to get better, obviously getting feedback. 
What's the name? And Shout it out. It's Galtzfan. It's my last name, Galtzfan Method. Right, spell it for the people right quick. It's G-E-L, B as in boy, S as in Sam, P as in Peter, A-N as in Nancy, and the word method. There we go. Um, so like I said, the personal training events, the app, you know, everything that has to do with like social media, YouTube, stuff like that. And uh, I'm actually in the process of trademarking because it takes a while. I don't know if you guys ever tried to trademark something, yeah. but it takes forever. It'll take like takes, over a year. Yeah. Uh, but I'm trademarking something to have like a fitness apparel. Nice. 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 Congrats. You guys man. want another name? Yeah, sure. Shout it out. It's Fitness Daddy. Fitness daddy. Okay. I like it. I like it. Now, who are you? Who are you catering to? The dad bods. You want to get them into shape? What are we? What are we talking about? Whoever's drawn by the name. Hey, hey whoever is getting called daddy. Whoever yeah, wants to be it. a daddy. We all want to be daddy, right? I like that, man. Well, yeah. I definitely appreciate you. I know we both appreciate having you on and just and speaking your truth, man. Can't wait. No, to I appreciate see you. you. Yeah, thanks for. Coming I appreciate on, you guys having me here and obviously giving me the ability to express myself a little bit better and just, you know, talk to the nation and show them that, you know, I'm not the asshole that, uh, that they saw on TV. There we go. You just, uh, you know, the guy with the good hair. That's <laughs> it. The height man, this guy with the good hair. There you go. There you go. All, All right, right, Definitely appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thanks thank you, guys. On. Have a good night. Brian, Martin was definitely transparent and spoke his mind, which I, I love someone that's just going to keep it real. Yeah. I really do. And speak from their heart and, and how they feel. I can 100 percent Hundred percent. See, even talking to him, that the things that he says, it's like his heart is in the right place, but the words just don't come out right all the time. So I want to yeah. make sure we helped him out. How, what was your thoughts? No, on but that? I think that, like he, you saw the growth, you saw the progress. I mean, he yes. even said he's like, you know what? Like he realized what he did wrong. He realizes Which that hey, you know what? Maybe I should have taken a taken a step back, you know, and analyzed my my words a little bit more. Thought about what I was actually saying. You know, and who I was saying it to, you know, I think he had a little bit of trouble, you know, maybe reading the room, you know, talking about high maintenance Miami with Michelle, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Who's like the total antithesis of that. It's like, you know, I, I thought he could have thought of something better to talk about. But, hey, that's what he talked about. You know, he owned up to it. He apologized. She accepted it. And, you know, it seems like he's happy now. So, you know, that's all we could ask for, you know, wish people nice. the best and, and, uh, and love and success in the future. So, Definitely you know, so. I'm happy wow. to, I'm happy we had him on, man. I, 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 I genuinely am as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I genuinely happy that we had him on. I think that just like in the hot take, uh, for Martin, I would say it's not always about being right. Uh, sometimes just about ensuring your person hears you and understands yeah. you where you're coming from. Yep. Yep. And it's not, an insecurity it's not a weakness as you see as you saw on the show as you saw on the mentel all you know all these guys stepped up and apologized so you know i love that for martin and the rest of the guys as well is this messed up if i say because i'm gonna tell planos this when i see him planos uh martin was hilarious he said why is this guy even still here and i was thinking back in my head i'm like that's probably what bachelor nation was thinking well what do you mean that is what bachelor nation was saying every meme was like you know, us waiting for, you know, to find out why the hell Clayton's The Bachelor. But, yeah, it's a, it's I mean, that teaser, I don't know, that teaser made me want to watch. I ain't going to lie. No, the teaser was <laughs> definitely great. 100% great. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll do great. But anyway, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We absolutely love you, and thank you all for your support. And, by the way, guys, 
We're casting for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So make sure to head to bachelornation.com forward slash apply. That's bachelornation.com forward slash apply. And like what we always talk about, like what Martin talked about today, please continue to write into us. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your opinions, your stories, and your insights. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking It Out B, as in Bachelor, in as a national IG. Bachelor Nation on TikTok and Facebook. And of course, Bachelor Nation on Twitter. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on the Odyssey app or reach your podcast. And baby, you already know the deal. Don't DM me no more until you hit that subscribe. Love y'all.